Hello. Welcome to Season 5 of the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. I'm Susie Kalik, the creator of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Zipora, a Pretty Deadly Community Guide and Online Coaching in Tebe, Uganda. In this season, Zipporah and I are exploring self-defense in Uganda, talking about the different challenges women face and what strengths we might have in common. There's a lot to discover, so welcome to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. This is episode 67, and we are talking about braggals, being one of the boys with your femininity intact. Okay, so Zipporah sent me this topic um, a couple of weeks ago, and this is, I don't know if this is just because I'm in my 50s and it's slang that I don't know, but I don't know the term bra girls, meaning like, so we would say sort of like bro girls, I guess, but um. Yeah, I don't know it. Can you tell me a little bit about what you mean by that? Oh, okay. So um, I think it's mostly with the Afro-Americans who mm-hmm. don't say bro, they say bra. Right. Yeah, so it's pretty the same thing or the same idea that bro girls, bra girls, but it's just that bra girls is mostly used by the Afro-American. Right, but I still don't know what it means, even, oh, if, it's, okay. even if it's bro girls. <laughs> I think it's, so I think it's, I don't think it's so much about, <laughs> I don't think it's so much about skin color. I think it's about age. Oh, okay. 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 So like I'm, I'm just old supportive. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a bra girl or a bro girl is a girl or is a girl who participates in things that have been considered masculine activities. Mm-hmm. So they're looked at as the unconventional girl in society. If you, I'll, I'll use an example, they said, um, if you like to put on um, trousers or you like to put on, because trousers are considered a male thing this side. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's as common that side, but this way they make a big deal out of it. If you prefer trousers, if you prefer to play what they call male sports, sports, you know, football or basketball, or maybe your interests are in rugby, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't walk the way every woman walks. I don't even know how they make that. What if it's just my walk? It's just the way I walk. I don't walk <laughs> like every other girl, but they have a particular, <laughs> a particular walking style that they have tagged on every lady. Yeah. So okay. if you go out of the way or if you walk the way you walk, I mean, everybody walks different, but there are certain traits they have put to a certain walk of how ladies should walk, you know? So um, activities, major activities that I would say are masculine activities. A brief example is something that is so, I would say subtle, like whistling in public, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The women in, in, in my country or Uganda are not uh, accepted to whistle in public. Okay, it's not expected of women to whistle in public. Uh-huh. It's a male thing. I experienced uh-huh. this on a one-on-one. Like I was coming from the supermarket, I'm walking down the road and I'm, whistle, uh, I'm whistling a nice tune. You know, I like this song and I'm <laughs> going, going, whistling, whistling. And then some random gentleman, I was like... <laughs> Dude, this is not even about you. Get out of my sight. Anyway, I didn't say all that. <laughs> but he comes from my back. He comes right at me and he's like, 
um, back in the day, women did not whistle. I was like, dude, back in the day. I'm glad you said back in the day. This is not back in the day. We whistle. I mean, <laughs> if it's a male activity, I wouldn't be able to do it, you know? So that is... <laughs> so I have a few things to say about this. One, there's this... Um, one of my favorite bands in the whole entire world is called The Cramps. They're a, mm. they're a punk rockabilly band from the 70s and 80s. And they yeah. have this great song called The Way I Walk is Just the Way I Walk. Mm-hmm. So you're making me think about that, which makes me happy because <laughs> I love The Cramps and I love any reason. I'll send you a link to their music sometime. Yeah, you have um, to, you have to. <laughs> so, but what's, what's really interesting to me, and you wouldn't know this actually, because I think you're just from a different generation. But when I was growing up, it was the 1970s. Yeah, That's when I was a girl. My parents were a little more conservative about gender roles than I think was more common um, in the area where I grew up, even though they were still pretty restrictive. So mm-hmm. I, I was not allowed to wear trousers in public until I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was only allowed to wear trousers in public when I was 10 because my older brother petitioned my mother on my behalf. Oh my God. <laughs> so because girls didn't wear trousers, according to my yeah. mother, even though every other girl did, but I wasn't allowed to. So, and one of my uncles told me when I was whistling one day in the kitchen, yeah, girls don't whistle. That's not what polite good girls do. Right. Right. So it's so so I've experienced these things, too, believe it or not. Um, It's a and I'm glad you say what you say. You know, it's like but it's not back in the day. It's now, you know. Yeah. And what you're really saying or the second thing you said that that I also think is interesting is if it was only a male thing, I wouldn't be able to do it. Exactly. And honestly, there's the there's the. there's the idea that some activities only men can do and some activities only women can do, but bodies are bodies. Thank you. You know, and in general, we can all pretty much do the same thing, depending on our ability, depending on our weight, depending on our flexibility, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of things that guy of a martial arts friend named Edward. There's a, he's the same age as me. There's a lot of things Edward can do that I can't do. And that's because Edward just happens to be more flexible than I am. Mm. You know, but that has nothing to do with his gender. That just means that he's more bendy than me. Yeah, right. You know, that, yeah, exactly. I'm a lot more bendy than a lot of women my age, but I'm not as bendy mm. as Edward. So, but again, it has nothing to do with gender. I think one of the things that um, that has been changing here in Europe and in North America is women who are openly enthusiastic or or participate or even professionals in sports specifically, um, but still present as feminine. Mm. You know, and some of that has to like Serena Williams is a really really great example. Mm. Because she's, you know, she's a top athlete. Um, She loves designer gowns. Yes. She also has a very muscular body, which is perfect Mm. for her sport. 
you know, mm-hmm. but she doesn't, she doesn't look the way people think, you know, a, a lady is supposed to look, but she looks like herself. That's what I'm talking about. Like if those muscles were for men, they wouldn't come out of my body. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, goodness, this is a very tough topic for me because <laughs> <laughs> I believe that if anything was not part of me, it wouldn't be possible for me. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no muscle that grows out of my arm or my bicep that is a man's muscle. It's a feminine muscle because right. I'm a female, I'm a woman. So mm-hmm. if you see these muscles on me, please don't make a big deal out of it. This is also mm-hmm. a woman, okay? And so many of the times why I said uh, being one of the boys with your femininity intact, you find that um, if a woman gets, let's, to, uh, let's say, if she gets to engage in an activity like, um, let's say, martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. If she gets to engage in that and there are men there, hmm? Mm-hmm. These men will even, even, I don't know, subconsciously or consciously, there's a way they point you out mm-hmm. and try to say, take it easy. You know, I go to the gym and the male trainers will tell you, no, 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 no. When you lift those weights, they're going to get you muscles. I mean, that's the whole point. That, that's why I'm mm-hmm. doing this. <laughs> right. But they will try to, you know, single you out. And that is where we have the braggles or the girls trying to mimic or try to be like the men so that yeah. they're treated like one of the boys. Right. So that you don't give me that special attention, right? Right. But I have a, I have maybe a good response to that. And this came up yes. during my martial arts training, actually just a couple of years ago. Um, mm. We were in a class and we were learning some, I can't remember what exact technique we were learning, but we were all learning it me and all the guys in the class, we were all, you know, more or less around the same level. Um, somebody, somebody understood it. A guy understood it a little better than I did. So he was yeah. showing me how to do it, which is fair enough. You know, you teach each other. But every time I tried to do it, he would correct me and then like sort of, it, it, he wouldn't really allow me to do it. And it was that sort of like, you know, be careful. You don't want to hurt yourself thing. Mm. And I was very frustrated and finally said, do you want to do it for me? Thank you. And the reason I said that is because if you're learning a martial art, only you can actually do it. Like nobody can do the martial art for you and you still learn it. Yeah. And that's the same kind of thing with, you know, like lifting weights. Well, do you want to lift the weights for me? Cause then I mean, I'm here to lift weights. I'm here to have my body engage in these activities, not your body. You know, Mm -hmm. you can show me how, but if you do it for me, then what's the point of me even being here? Thank you. So maybe that's a, that's a way to kind of confront those gender notions without turning into a bra girl, you know, and just Mm -hmm. saying like, do you, well, okay, do you want to do it for me? That usually makes them kind of put two and two together and shut up. Yeah. That's a possibility. <laughs> I mean, my question is, is why, why would, you know, if that's what the guy, it's, if that's what the boys are like, why would you even want to be one of them? I know. <laughs> I have a, I have a friend in Chicago who said to me once, she said, oh my God, I love being a woman so much. If I were born a boy, I'd, I'd die. I'd kill myself. 
And I was like, well, that's a little extreme, but, <laughs> but I love the fact that she loves being a woman so much. Yeah. You know, and I think it's okay to love being a woman so much. And part of that is being and being able to enjoy our bodies, not only the softness, but also the capabilities of what our bodies can do, because they can do a lot more than cook dinners and wash dishes and pop out babies or pop out. I think it's a much more harder to just popping them out, but nonetheless, you know, it's, it's, why are we not allowed to enjoy our bodies? you know, yeah, and but- all the things we can do and, ex- and explore all the things that they can do as far as strength and speed and, and bendiness. Thank you. Like people should normalize activities that are unisex, you know, being done by women as well without terming those women as masculine, you know, mm-hmm. because the backlash women receive for doing things that make them feel powerful and safe is pathetic. Like it's very frustrating. It is very frustrating. I think that's starting to change a little bit, but but I we have to just sort of keep pushing back, yeah. you know. And and I think sometimes pushing it back in a way that helps people make their own connection, so they can see how stupid it is, in the sense yeah. of saying like, okay, do you want to just do it for me? Yeah, I feel like that is the most effective effective way of doing such things. Like, try to speak to this person the way they have approached you, not in a rude way, no, but your response should match their, should trigger them to think about the, uh, I don't know how to put this, the pathetic nature of what they just said. (laughs) Yes, yes, that was excellently put. (laughs) So you ask them a question that makes them think about what they just said. And yeah. they're like, oh my God, I just made a very terrible mistake. This is, this is not sensible at all, you know? Well, I mean, maybe sometimes they come to that conclusion. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they'll even say like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you. Thinking that they're showing you. This yeah, has happened to me true. before as well. And I'm like, okay. And then, I, then they do it and I walk away. And so like, so like in the gym, for example, you know, if I'm lifting weights, this doesn't happen anymore, but it used to happen. Um, Someone would try and correct the way that I was lifting. And I'd say, you know, do do you want to do it for me? Oh yeah, I'll I'll do it. Show you how to do it. (laughs) And then I'd leave and they'd be like, where are you going? And I said, well, you're doing it for me. I don't need to do it now. Oh, oh God. (laughs) But, But again, but again, that would make them that would make them stop and think like, oh, oh, I just took this over from you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't take it over from me. If you want to give me a tip to help me out because you can see that I'm about to damage my spine or injure my knee or whatever it is because I've, my form is off. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. You know, if it's easier for you to show me instead of saying it in words, then show me once. That's fantastic. You know, Mm -hmm. I appreciate the help, especially when it comes to any kind of movement, whether it's martial arts or football or, or lifting weights, um, because I want to keep my body healthy and, and, and workable. Yeah. But if you're going to annoy me to such a degree that you might as well just do it yourself, then just do it yourself. (laughs) You know, I'll come back some other time when you're not here. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you.
Pretty Deadly Self-Defense is a self-empowerment program through self-defense, developed from real-life experience, a lot of martial arts training, and tailored for the way women actually learn the things we actually face, and that's actually fun. Learn more at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com. You can download our app, find a class, learn how to become a trainer, or find out how to teach the Pretty Deadly program at your school or studio. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and yes, we're even on TikTok. Just search for Pretty Deadly Self-Defense and we'll be there. Our theme song is an excerpt from the original track Icarus Wish by Dead Centuries and used by generous permission of the artists. Get more tunes at deadcenturies.bandcamp.com. 